Now on Mornings with Ben Davis. It's time to track down our Queensland legends with Where Are They Now? It's been a while since we've done this on a Wednesday. Where are they now Wednesdays? And yes, this man does fit that legend category. He's an AFL Queensland Hall of Famer, part of the 2003 Brisbane Lions Premiership 20 years ago. And it was this time last week they were having their 20-year reunion. He's just surfaced, which is great. Jamie <laughs> Charman, a very good morning to you. Oh, that's a bit unfair, isn't it? I mean, Oh, no, that's a fair point, actually. <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I had a very, very sore head. Uh, we probably finished up at the casino with Martin Pike at 3 o'clock in the morning uh, with Lynch and a few of the other guys. Things have 2003. So it hasn't changed. And the same blokes were there that they were 20 years ago. So, uh, no, we had a, an amazing night. It's It's... As the years gone on, it's become more special. And and Lee, um, Lee Lee talked about this. He said ten year reunions. There's still a lot of egos around, and you know, and and out of that group, even at a uh, ten year reunion, there was still out of 27, 28 guys that won a premiership. There was still twenty two involved in AFL and, and yeah. coaching, and um, you know, in admin administration and things like that. So. It's not until we got to the last year, we had a reunion for obviously 2022, uh, 2002 grand final. And we just had this amazing camaraderie. We uh, stayed in a pub like after the, uh, after the grand final, day after the grand final. And uh, we just had this amazing time. And uh, it's just brought us really close together. Now we're all on a WhatsApp and we all talk pretty regularly and, and send pictures to each other in bits and pieces. But... Yeah, it, it's it's become more and more special as time's gone on. We know what a lot of your teammates are doing, and as you said, still in the AFL. Vossi and Craig McRae are, yeah. are flying as well, but literally yeah. flying as yeah. far as uh, having their teams in the finals. And and then there's um, Chris, Brad, Scott, Nige, uh, Lepper. They're all part yeah. of either assistant Blake coach. Blake Carousella, yeah. Blake Carousella, mm. exactly with this. And Blake what um, mm. what are you doing with yourself now? Yeah, well, I've I've gone away from football. Although I still uh, I'm still involved with the football club, um, which is uh, which is great. I get to go to every game and uh, still involved with with the club commercially there, um, just part time. But look, I've got a uh, residential buyers agency and a property management company, so we buy a lot of residential property within sort of seven k radius from uh, the CBD. Uh, look after a lot of interstaters, frustrated locals who uh, can't find any property. We do a lot of sort of high-end property. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's been an amazing ride. I've always loved property, always worked in, you know, worked for Ray White when I played footy and always wanted to uh, open my own real estate company. So, yeah, now I've uh, got a buyer's agency. We solely look after buyers. And, uh, yeah, it's been a great journey. There you go. If you're looking for a new place to live, Charmo's the man. Hit him up, right? Out of last Wednesday night. <laughs> well, you know, we, we, that's what we do with where are they now Wednesdays. But where were you last Wednesday night? Besides the yeah. casino with the boys, yeah. I mean, there would have been some great stories flying. Yeah, around. you know what? Like, I uh, I roomed with a guy called Richard Hadley for uh, seven years, and uh, he came across. We were lucky enough to play in the 2003 Grand Final together. Stayed at my house and after, you know, early morning, we were just having a chat and we were like, no one changes. Like after, you know, 20 years and 20 years is a long time. Um, no one changes at, at all. Like, you know, like they're the same sort of people. And look, out of that whole group, there's been five senior coaches out of the that, yeah. that, that, that premiership era. And it's amazing, you know, like. You know, I was sitting with Chris and um, and obviously uh, Brad, um, Vossi, uh, Lepper, and now Craig McRae. And Craig, Craig and Craig McRae and Vossi were some really good mates at the football club. I was one of the young ones then, and uh, obviously they were a little bit older. And 
but I got to play four years with them, um, possibly a little bit longer, uh, probably about seven or eight years. And uh, look, to see what they've done, especially Craig McRae, it's it's yeah, and and he's the same guy. Like he hasn't changed. Um, he's still super positive. He's still upbeat. Um, so yeah, it's 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 been really nice to see the transition. We are talking today about teams, individuals, coaches, athletes, wherever it may be, who's under the most pressure this weekend coming into finals. Uh, the, the minor premiership, the way Fly's going, Michael yeah. Voss with Carlton. Uh, is it the Lions? Who's yeah. under the most pressure in, in your mind? Yeah, look, I, I think the two teams for me, and probably the Lions especially, you know, they've been they've been almost there every year. Last year it was Geelong. You know, they'd, they'd played pretty much, I think they played in about seven prelims before they actually got to, to play one and win. Um, yeah, so I, I certainly think it's the Lions. Like, it's their time. Anyone can win on the day, and the season has shown that. Um, you know, we've beaten Collingwood twice. Uh, this year, uh, and I just look probably Fags would be feeling a fair bit of pressure to get the team over the line, and and there's no better time to do it. Like the comp is so even, mm. anyone can win this year, and uh, and then also probably Craig McRae. You know, I, I think there's so much buzz around Collingwood, and there's it, it, so many people watching their team because they've been so exciting to watch. Um, and I, th- I I certainly think probably they're the two coaches that are going to be feeling it the most come finals. Speaking of pressure, I want to take you back 20 years ago. There wouldn't have been too much more pressure than Nigel Lappin on yeah. grand final day with – well, actually, no, probably the day before grand final day yeah. when he had to pass a fitness test on busted ribs. Yeah, so he had he had broken ribs in 2003. And um, and Lee – there was Aaron Shattuck who was the emergency and Lee got him to go do these one-on-ones just literally after the – like we'd – had the training session, was across at Albert Park, across from the hotel where we were. And then we were all warming down and we were sort of stretching and we were watching Nigel and Aaron Shattuck just have these one-on-ones. All Lee was doing was rolling the ball in the middle and they were just running at each other. And Nigel was picking the ball up and he actually he actually punched it um, by tackling him really hard. And Lee was just go go again, harder, go again. And Chatsy's, they're really good mates. So it was a really awkward sort of situation. And he ended up puncturing um, Nigel's lungs. So right up until, uh, like, we're, we're just about to run it. And they were in with the doctors, closed doors. And, you know, they're trying to work out whether he's going to play, whether he could get up. Like, he could hardly breathe. Mm. And uh, anyway, he got out there and, you know, and he had a, do, a do really good Do you know all this influence. in the dressing room at the time? Do, do you? Yeah, I think, you know, when you're a bit younger, you're just aware of things a bit more. Um, and you and. I just remember having that sort of awkward feeling going, oh, is he going to get up or not? And Aaron was there ready to go, like who'd been tackling the, him the day before. And he was he was there ready to go out. And we only spoke about it, um, obviously, last week. And he was just talking about it. He said it was really awkward. He just said it, it was touch and go. I'm ready to run out. And then Nige said, yep, okay, I'm ready to go. So, and, uh, yeah. And that was the difference between him playing a grand final and him not. So... But uh, yeah, it was. It's there's so many sort of moments like that over over the few years. You've got to have a little bit of luck go your way. Um, we had an amazing team, but you do have to have some luck to go your way come to to get to a grand final and to win one. Jamie Charmer, my guest this morning, 2003 grand final premiership winner with the Brisbane Lions, uh, leading into 2003. We'll get into that crossover in just a tick. But prelim final against the Sydney Swans, you you blokes were in trouble. Yeah, three, we were three quarter time. Yeah, we're down and and. Like everyone had sort of written us off. Um, we'd won two grand finals and obviously we were playing, playing in the prelim against Sydney down there. 
And, uh, yeah, it was Lee made this amazing speech at uh, three-quarter time. He said, look, good teams win one premiership. He said, great teams win two premierships. He said, if you want to go and make history, uh, if, if you want to play in three, that's when you make history. Let's go out there and make history. And uh, anyway, we <laughs> the, came, the hairs on my yeah. arm are standing up. And he uh, and and he just he had this amazing ability to motivate the group, Lee. And and he uh, he he pretty much it was funny. And I, to, I, I something that I that I totally forgot. He he actually whether he was you know like he was an amazing motivator. But what he said was in going the three quarter time, he said, look. We're going to get Nige back on. We're going to get Vossi back on. We're going to get such and such. They were sitting on the bench last quarter. So all of us, a sudden, like we were all sitting there going, all of a sudden, oh, those guys weren't on. Our best players weren't on. Hold on a minute. No wonder we, we can win this. <laughs> and then uh, we end up kicking five, six goals and ended up winning. So, and look, I'd got dropped the year before, just before the grand final. So I was that motivated to play in one. And, um, and funny enough, after we won on, on the stadium in Sydney, uh, Fly came up to me. Craig McRae came up to me, and uh, and he said, "Big fella, you're going to the big dance." And uh, always remember that. So it was a very special moment that game, and uh, I'll probably probably play one of the best quarters I've ever played. Yeah. Uh, one man you know really well, the, the career crossover, and we we see him bowing out at the end of the season is is Daniel Rich. Um, him addressing the team, and you could see the emotion. Well, you clearly see his emotion, yeah. but but the, the team were hanging off every word, and you could yeah. tell that they were feeling it as well. Yeah. Could something like that mm. be a motivator for yeah. for what could it be a one percenter coming yeah. into this play? Not playing for Richie, but just yeah. you know, look, you know, I I certainly think the guys who are sitting, uh, you know, like like Richie who've who's been a real stalwart for the football club, mm. to see him there in the rooms before the game, you're going out there and playing, and you could be a chance to actually, uh, you know, win a final or, you know, get yourself to a grand final. It is a motivating factor because you do feel for those guys who've been there a long time. And, um, like, I don't know if you've seen it on the, the Lions, um, uh, Lions app. Um, and I was watching it last night at his, uh, his interview, mm. uh, like, uh, him telling the team he's retiring. Yeah. Richie's not an emotional, like he's not, he's an emotional guy, but he's not outwardly emotional, but to see him be like that in front of the group. Um, yeah, I, I, I haven't, like I live with him when he first got drafted and, um, to see him like oh, the that. young surfer boy from yeah. WA. Yeah. yeah. What I, was he like? To, 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 well, he's, he, he was just a, he was just a baby. He, you know, like he'd follow me around and, uh, you know, used to, we used to call him Cheese, actually. That was his nickname. Cheese. And uh, Cheese, because he looked like Swiss Cheese when he first rolled up with the, you know, with the hair and things like that. <laughs> but he, look, to see him so emotional, it was, it was really special. And to see him outwardly emotional, like he's not particularly that sort of guy. So it was, it was very special. Where does it, where does it all fall for the Lions? Who, who's... Who or where do they need to stand up? I mean, we can talk through midfielders, which yeah. we know that uh, battle. But look, is I, there any one yeah. player that you mm. want to see stand up in September or needs to stand up in September? Yeah, Ben, I, I really think our forward line. I think I, I certainly think the Eric Hipwoods, uh, the Danahers. I, I think those two are keys. You know, you need your big forwards to stand up in finals. Everyone says that. Um, we've always had big forwards stand up in finals. You know, Lindsay, Brownie, Bradshaw. Um, Big guns, and, and, Bradshaw, and, and, and yeah. they've kicked and they've kicked goals, and you know, like they've kicked goals, and they've they, they've helped us move forward as a footy team. Like those guys have got a lot of pressure on them. Like I, I think, 
Hipwood especially and and especially Danaher, they just they need to be kicking goals in front. Like like they've missed a few early and it and it does when they do miss them straight in front of goal, it does filter through the rest of the team. So the, the first goal is super important for any 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 of those guys who are kicking in front of goal. Mate, it's an absolute pleasure. We're going to be watching it on Saturday night. The only thing that was missing last Wednesday night, just so I think about it, and, you know, holding up a bar with you, which is not really uh, out of place, <laughs> from back in 2003, the only thing that was missing was Tuffy. Yeah. Uh, yeah outside it. of that, it could have been, instead of 2023, it could have been 2003. So we hope it is 2003 oh, repeated. Absolutely. Look, we, we saw Tuffy at every every player's, uh, <laughs> every player's wedding. Yes. So even Craig Bolton, who was uh, down in, in the back blocks of uh, Canberra, he he was playing down there, so uh, they had Tuffy. Tuffy, Tuffy, pretty much played for that whole Premiership team's uh, weddings. We, we've got a few people here in the studio and just looking around, going, "Who Tuffy? What? It's like, come on, the Brisbane, the guy with the big mustache that exactly. used to play at every pub around Brisbane." Exactly, yeah. mate. So good to catch up and yeah. uh, hear those stories. So we could chat all day, but I'm looking at the time, and we've actually got to go pay some bills now. So, mate, thank yeah, you no for coming in, and, and and good luck with the the property business. And yeah. no doubt we'll be cheering on the line. So come 2023 in the next four weeks. Thanks, Benny. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, guys. Jamie Charman, SENQ, on a Wednesday morning. 13, 13, 55 is the number you need. 11 a.m. mayhem coming up. You call, you get on, whatever's on your mind.